You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Welcome. <laughs> but first, let's talk nerdy. <laughs> here we go. Yep. We're here. Yeah. Episode 81. 81. 81. Which is really fucking bonkers. I know. There's nothing to talk about. Mm. And there's zero things to talk about. Mm-hmm. The boys have been really cute. They've been really cute. Our stupid boys. Yeah. Stupid boys. The boys is referring to our pets just in case that hasn't yeah. been done here. Yeah. There's no other boys to refer to yeah. in our lives. Strong pass. All right. I'm Brittany Vitrino. I'm Martha Brightlett. And this is But, but First, Let's, let's talk, talk Nerdy. Clink. clink. Regular ones today. Regular clinks. All right. So today I'm going to talk about <laughs> Tabitha Smith, a.k.a. Oh, fuck yes. And she's been on, on my mind. Minds. Yes. Oh my God. Uh, I love her so much. I love her dearly. <clears throat> I mean, I love the X Men. Mm-hmm. Like, there's Marvel, and then there's the X Men. Yeah, and that's I agree. like, yeah. Well, I remember at one point I went through all of my topics that were Marvel, and then I divided them into Marvel and X Men. <laughs> and and X Men was like, it was like sixteen twelve. It's like I'm sorry, the rest of Marvel, the entire rest of Marvel. Mm, here we are. Uh, I love her so much. She's one of the ones that like. I feel like everybody can have, like, their specific character that mm-hmm. they like to, like, cosplay or be or whatever from, and I never felt like I had anyone from X-Men until I started cosplaying Tabby, and I was like, oh, no. Like, ah. Uh, oh, no, I knew she was always great, but. A disaster mall rat my who is, like, just truly the worst. Who's, <laughs> the like, worst. Like, if you made a bad, terrible version of Jubilee. Uh, <laughs> and Jubilee already is the worst, so here we're at. <laughs> Two, two trashy idiots going to the mall. Uh, you love it. I love to see it. Oh my god. I love Tabby so I know. I'm much. so excited. So I also love the name Tabitha. Yes, it is a great name. Um, so basically my sources were a couple of comics, um, wiki, fandom, the Marvel website, mm-hmm. all that good bullshit. Alright, so here we go. Tabitha Smith, a.k.a. Boom Boom, is a superhero. We're putting those in quotations. Strong Strong quotes there, guys. (laughs) Um, From the Marvel comics and is commonly associated with the X-Men or related titles. Um, She was created by Jim Shooter and Al Milgram. And her first appearance was in Secret Wars 2, number 5, November 1985. Okay. So she's like our age anyways, which yeah. is even better. Yeah. Um, and then she appeared as a member of X-Force and later as Next Wave and many other things. She's been all over the yeah. place, just hopping around. She's being got good a hot powers mess. for that yeah. sort of shit yeah. and also good characterization. Yeah. She's, a, she's a fucking hot mess. It's great. Mm-hmm. So uh, first appeared in Secret Wars where she and the Beyonder were the primary characters. Yep. And I'm sorry. <laughs> my face at the Beyonder. The Beyonder is such a weird ass fucking character. And then he's just like a dude wearing white in like a weird sort of froish type of hair. You know. I think that's the Beyonder. Oh my god. Now I have to look it up and make sure that. Yeah, I'm right. 
at you. Like, he's that weird dude, right? <laughs> she next appears in, as a main character in the limited series in 1987, The Fallen Angels. And then this led her to becoming a supporting character in X-Factor, which then led her into being in the Exterminators limited series, the original one. Wow. Oh, that's... Oh, my God. Then this is a callback. Yeah. So this is like... It's, it's, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And she was also in New Mutants. Yes. And all... She's been all over the fucking mm-hmm. place. And then, of course, next... next fucking day. around with all those idiot teenagers while she's an idiot teenager. Yes. Yep, basically. That's fun. And um, Next Wave, a classic. A classic. I'll do an episode on Next Wave at some point. Um, So the writer of Next Wave, Warren Ellis, said that he picked Boom Boom to be in Next Wave because Boom Boom was his favorite superhero because of her just sheer oddness and silliness and dumbness She's that so she stupid. was in Uncanny X-Men. Yeah. Fair warning, Warren Ellis, not a great person, like a lot of people who do Shocking. write comics, but... His stories are still good, and usually they're not too poisoned by him being dumb. Mm-hmm. So, and right. he's not wrong. Boom Boom is great, <laughs> great, and so random, and, and one of those characters so where weird. you're like, okay, okay, I guess this happened. <laughs> Sounds good. I, I guess mean, I'm here for it. <laughs> she is the character that all of us would be if we had superpowers. Yeah, or at least a good chunk of the yeah. not so great of us. Yes. <laughs> yep. I'm like, well, I'm here. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. So who is Tabitha Smith? Blonde hair, blue eyed, crazy. And I love her so mm. much. No idea how old she is because comics. The sliding time scale I mean, does bad things to us all. I'm assuming she's 20s, 30s, yeah. no matter what. So yeah. here well, we're at. Like, with Marvel, you've got, it's all the same thing. So apparently everything just happens Within, like, it's like, two weeks later, another trauma happened. But with DC, they're like, we rewrote it every t- ten years, so you don't know if your character still exists or not. And they're like, well, both of these are horrible. Both of these are awful situations <laughs> that I the, hate. The worst. <laughs> cool, awesome, love um, comics. <laughs> um, she's 5'5". Five five. Uh, she actually weighs like 130, which is like actually kind of, five five, she would weigh more than that yeah. because she's muscle, but yeah. like 5'5 five five and 30 is actually, 130 is actually Considering kind that of, most of the time yeah, it's, it's like 5'11 like and 120 and yeah. 119 pounds. 27 pounds. And <laughs> I'm it's like, like, not at 5'11. Oh, that extra seven, <laughs> I don't know, she looks <laughs> 20 of them are her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Which they would be. 20 of them are her boobs. So you're going to have to add in all of the actual muscle that's underneath those. Yeah. Anyways, so she actually is kind of more realistic. 20 of them are her boobs. <laughs> Not boom boom. She no, doesn't have a huge No, boobs, no. But, but like <laughs> the average comic book rack, you have to add at least 20 pounds and then add like 40 because somebody didn't think about yep. how much women weigh. Yep. And height. Yeah. And muscle. They were like, um, we, we really like this round number. And I was like, she's 5'11". <laughs> and literally muscle. She can put her chin on top of your head. <laughs> and then she can also pick you up and throw you. And you want her to be 120 pounds? She have bird bones? What's fucking happening here? Shit. Okay, so... Yep, 5'5", five five goes by Boom Boom, though she's had some choice code names in the past, yes! which we will hit up a few of those. 
Uh, um, she is a mutant, mm-hmm. and her actual powers is she can create balls of plasma, which she calls her time bombs. These bombs explode with concussive force. Thank you for clarifying, Scott Summer. Yeah, thank you, bitch. <laughs> she can produce marble size bombs. <laughs> what is his power? How do is we still concept? Is it laser? I don't understand. You're one of the original five. How do we still not know? <laughs> it's like my powers are what's convenient, and I'm like, well, well, God damn it, fuck you. <laughs> They started as marble-sized bombs, which has little concussive impacts, which used to play just like pranks. And then over time, she gained more control, so they can range up to the size of beach balls. And that can end up exploding even, like, tree trunks and metal objects, depending. Or her boobs, yeah. which she does in mm-hmm. one of the episodes, uh, one of the comics, <laughs> one of the episodes. Yeah, it's all the same. Um, you know what that means. The amount of concussive impact depends on the size of the bomb she creates. And she can, to some extent, control the amount of time it takes to detonate them. After training with X-Factor and adventuring with X-Force, she learned increasingly greater control over the energy she generates. She can now muffle the sound of detonation to a limited extent and generate explosive energy as streams that respond uh, that respond to her through di- uh, directions so she can kind of control them that's so cool doing. yep and now oh, she you're even, so cool yeah she even has now she has greater control over them where she if they don't detonate she can reabsorb the energy and she has doesn't fear them anymore like she yeah. used to she because she can control them one of the like one and she likes to use them lethally just to so do everyone knows like xavier's <laughs> school you can learn how to make your power do things mm-hmm. you can't get therapy no you can't but you can. get better <laughs> but you can get better at your powers yeah. so at least there's that i guess there's one thing um yeah and, and also food i guess is probably yeah. okay yeah probably so as a teenager tabitha smith had gotten uh had not really gotten along with her parents for most of her life and her powers emerged when she turned 13 and entered puberty <sighs> Uh, she got a little hot and bothered by a fellow classmate named Brett McAllister. The amount of people and then who it's like, I was trying the- to get there, and <laughs> yep. then I got powers the- instead. She blew the roof off her school's lunchroom. No! And then being wow. a teenager is the most embarrassing yeah. thing anyway. And then you explode your cafeteria. I mean, at least you didn't, like, put somebody in a coma. Like, fucking rogue. I mean, who knows? She exploded the roof off the cafeteria. Maybe you could have got a bunch of people. <laughs> she, could have, she could have hit a bunch of people Take with them that. Take them off, baby. <laughs> so, her parents who Being are already... Being is so embarrassing. Her parents who are already didn't really like her were horrified Ugh. and ended up hating her. They suck. They suck real bad. Yep. So, at one point, she something happened and she was super resentful to her Dad, Marty. <laughs> Marty Smith. Mar- Marty just makes me think of... Marty, was, was Marty the... Back to the Future? No. That's what I think of. I was thinking of... Marty McFly. That no. was his name, right? Oh, what the fuck was the... Um, Baby, it's cold outside. Murray. <laughs> uh, I hate that I'm person so much. <laughs> See that episode. <laughs> See episode like six. Let's go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> Throwback. Sorry, our microphone every, was awful back then, but every still time listen I'm to it. About that, makes me want to like fucking cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? Who's responsible for this? <laughs> I lost a little more respect for John Legend that day. Yeah, what are you doing, sir? What's happening? <laughs> so, oh she, at one point, she was like, I'm mad at you, and she's salty, and I love her for it, so she put some explosive energy balls in his food to fucking hey. get back to him. Well, but... He's a piece of shit, and he basically just ends up beating Tabby all the time oh. for her doing shit, mm-hmm, which is not cool. Yeah. So she ends up learning about Professor Xavier's school for gifted youngsters, and she's like, fucking peace. Adios! So she runs away by train to try to get herself to there, and she goes by her first code name. Time Bob. Oh, boy. Not great. Every one of Tabby's... <laughs> Code names is like I'm having a mental illness. Yeah, <laughs> issue essentially. Uh, if you apply this to my mental health, it's accurate and also concerning. Yep. <laughs> On our way to the school, the train is suddenly randomly wrecked by uh, some cosmic entity named the Beyonder. Like what the fuck? Yep. So she, not really sure what's going on, thinks he's a mutant like herself. So she, like, starts following him. He's something and much dumber. He's like, you're a child teenager, so I'm not taking you with me. Yeah. But then he felt bad, so he went back to her, for her and brought her to the Xavier School. <laughs> but because the Beyonder was not a good person, no. the X-Men and the New Mutants were like, hey you're bad and we need to attack you. And it freaked her out so much that she just ran away from the Xavier school. Oh, man. Fucking Beyonder. Yep. You and your stupid, like... But later, the Beyonder found her and brought her to a distant planet that he called World Complex Headquarters of the Alien Celestials. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't know. First, also... The fact that he's like, I feel bad, so I'm going to bring you to a weird planet. Yep. You human teenager. This probably won't result in trauma. So uh, there was some threatening to destroy universes, and (gasps) the Beyonder fought the Celestials and seemed to defeat some of them, but apparently the Celestials were all like, this is just a mirage, and we're just (laughs) observing you so that we know what's really going on. But either way, fucking freak Tabby out as well. Because she's 13. Yeah. And there's a lot happening. And, like, Cosmic Marvel can be really interesting. but also I don't know what's happening here. It's really dumb. Yeah. This is not a great story, but yeah. here we are. Tabby well, like, is like, I don't know what's happening. Why is Tabby here? I'm still 13. You're a fucking yeah. adult. Why yeah. did you bring her? So she's like, please bring me back home. So God. he brings her back home. And she's like, please leave me alone. So... He leaves her alone, but she's really freaking, freaking out and knows this isn't great. So she actually like calls up the Avengers and is like, Hey, hi, hey, you might want to, oh, I might want to do something about him. This spooky guy. I'm scared. This guy, this bro. This guy keeps like bringing me places. So the Avengers show up and they fight him and they defeat him, but. Tabby's still freaked out because she runs away while they're fighting. Yeah. she's like, I'm 13 and I was just in another dimension. I would be 35 and be like, <laughs> later Avengers, deal with this shit. I am leaving. <laughs> You're all real hot though. Hey. 
pay some of you and not at the others. (laughs) Where's the X-Men? I know they're all hot, but like. So after running away from the fight, she was like, I'm going to Los Angeles and I'm calling myself Boom Boom. Name two. (laughs) I'm going to Los Angeles and I'm calling myself Boom Boom. And honestly, the only name that's actually good, but still not great. <laughs> all of her names are bad. Every, all of her names and all of her outfits are bad. They're just, sometimes they're bad enjoyably. <laughs> like Boom Boom. And like that weird so, 80s outfit. Yes. So she's Boom Boom now. Mm-hmm. And she encounters a mutant criminal known as Vanisher. This, an, another weird ass motherfucker. This bro. Yeah. What a dumb! Did, I don't think he did. He always look like that. I don't I mean, know. No, because Probably like, no, he apparently looked like that at some point. Yeah, it's <laughs> like he definitely looked dumber in the past. <laughs> I remember you looking stupid, sir. <laughs> I have stupid memories. So he takes her in, and now she's part of his thieves. So this is when she becomes her little thief self there that we go. know she is. Mm-hmm. But she's, she's like, like can't mm. stop, won't stop. He kind of treats me like shit. Oh, apparently the thieves were called the Fallen Angels. That's where the Fallen Angels uh, comes that's in. That's where that Fallen they, Angels yeah. name comes so, later. Uh, she's like, this bro kind of treats me like shit. So she calls up X Factor to tattle on him. Mm-hmm. She's just kind of a tattletale. Tabby. I mean, she's not wrong. I mean, that's fair. Every one of but these remember, is like a fucking Ditches end up life. in ditches. I guess unless you make bombs. So. I mean, what if you blew up the person that you were snitching on? Then you're good to go. And also, like, they've all been weird older dudes yeah. who are like, come hey, on, 13-year-old. Not weird at all. I have a very specific name for myself, and it's, it has the in front of it. And I'm like, good lord. <laughs> so she calls up X Factor and is like, hey... This fucking asshole is here. You should come get him. He's weird. I want to leave. But at the time, Tabby <laughs> thought X Factor was actually mutant hunters. Oh, So no. when Beast and Iceman showed up, Tabby <laughs> was like, I feel bad. And then basically threw some time bombs at Iceman so the Vanisher could escape. What are you... <sighs> Apparently, though. Like, not filled with the best of choices. No. So she, and then she ran off. And instead of going after the Vanisher, because they probably didn't care, Beast and Iceman went after Tabby, yeah. and they caught her. But they were like, hey, you seem to have some talents. Why don't you join us at the X-Factor Complex? Because clearly you need guidance, yeah. child. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, sounds good. So <laughs> she's like, you're not calling yourself the beast or the Iceman, right? <laughs> right. We're good. Right. We're good. Right. Yeah. Okay, so, cool. So while she's at X-Force, she's just doing some things. She's learning some shit. She's being 13. Increasing her bomb size. Yeah, you know, she is, she decides to play a little prank because this is who Tabby is. Tabby, you're a disaster. So she plays a prank on Beast and Bobby. And it backfires. Shocking no one. So she basically had to run away from the X-Force for a little bit because they weren't very happy with her. And she was like, I'm not dealing with this because I'm Tabby and I don't know how to deal with anything. I love that her entire story so far is, I joined a person, it doesn't work out, I run away. (laughs) One little thing goes wrong, I run away. I'm leaving. I'm piecing the fuck out of this. 
And that is a characteristic that sticks with her. <laughs> oh, no, girl. So she ran. And then she ended up meeting up with Sunspot and Warlock. And then soon after, Siren and Jamie. Mm-hmm. And the whole group end up teleporting to the Valley of Flame on Dinosaur World. Ooh, where they are joined by Moon Boy and Devil Dinosaur. Is Dinosaur World also the Savage Land? Or are these separate places? Earth 78411. Let me look. I'm looking. Okay. I'm looking. It's still existing, everyone. That's good. Because the Savage Land is also dinosaurs. No, I think it's its own world. Okay. Home world of Devil Dinosaur and Moon Boy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting that we have so many dinosaurs. I mean, I get... Here's the deal. We all get it. Sometimes you want to draw something that you really like, and your special interest is dinosaurs. At least it's not fucking gorillas. So I'm happy to see dinosaurs. I am way more here for dinosaurs than gorillas. Yeah. So they're in Dinosaur (laughs) World with Moonboy and Double Dinosaur, and they make this little team, and... Tabitha apparently gets teamed up with this bro named Gami for the majority of time, and she fucking hates him. Don't know why. No one would tell me why she hated him, and I didn't read the comics, but she fucking hates him and is not here for it. But that's who she's teamed up with most of the time. So, you know, I feel it. Just hating people. I get it. Sometimes you just fucking hate people. And they're like, work with them. And you're like, but this bitch. Like, really? This one? This fucking bitch. But there's so many other people to work with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can't I just work with somebody who has the in front of them again? I don't know. I don't know. So she has some. So they they end up calling themselves, like, the Fallen Angels. Ta-da. It's so embarrassing. Yeah, here we're at. Some edgelord bullshit. Yeah, I don't fucking know. So, well, they're in dinosaur world, so why the fuck not? I mean, you guys are edgelord. You're, like, edgiest, lordiest self. You're like, I'm dressing in all black and red because I'm pretty sure dinosaurs can't see color. You know. I'd wear the brightest shit. Yeah. So, she has some adventures. <laughs> There's some mutant named Chance who fucks up everyone's powers. They don't like that. They go to Ariel's home planet called Coconut Grove. They're captured. They're meant to be experimented on. All the angels beat them up and they escape. Boom Boom goes back home. She witnesses the right soldiers kidnapping children of X-Force. She stows away on some ship to like fucking, or their transport to fucking stop it. But then ends up just getting captured herself because that's who she is as a person. Yeah. Also, don't stow away. The problem with stowing away on a ship is how you get off after that. Yeah. You're like, there's one exit. Yeah. Anytime there's one exit, that's it never works. But X Factor, they show up and they actually rescue everyone. Hey, good for you, X you know, Factor. Because Tabby can't. She's really great at being really interesting and awesome. <clears throat> She's not great at following through at completing her mission. And who is? Really, who is? Yeah, nobody interesting. <laughs> so the whole apocalypse things happen, uh, happens. Tabby doesn't have much to do with that, except she's living on a ship for a little bit at some point with X Factor. And then after this is when exterminators come in. So, uh, Tabitha Skids. New exterminators. Or no, old, old exterminators. Original exterminators. I'm getting Because she's myself. in both. Yeah. Yep. So she is in both. So Tabitha Skids and Richter, um, enroll in Phillips Academy in Exeter, New Hampshire. Richter, 
And I don't know much about skids, but everything I've heard is good stuff. Yeah, I don't know too much about yeah. them either. So they get a cold reception for the other students at the academy, and but then they're woken up by a Takashi Matsuya, who's also known as the Whiz Kid, <sighs> informing them that Artie and Leech have been kidnapped by demons. So they're like, I know, let's go fucking rescue him. So they make a quick stop to get new outfits. A moment, please. Yep. A moment for the new outfits. And Richter's like, let's call ourselves exterminators. That does sound like Richter. And here we're at. Another gay disaster. <laughs> so now we have an outfit change and a name. And Shatterstar is by, which I always thought was going to be the other way, but that's fine. <laughs> Um, so they're attacked by demons that kidnap someone named Taki. Just those two sentences. <laughs> they're attacked by demons, kidnapping yeah. Taki, and then they follow a mental image from Artie to get to him, apparently, to try to save him. And then a whole battle starts with demons, but then they're captured because it's still Tappy. <laughs> well, it's still Tappy. Yeah. Who I'm guessing is 14 at this point. You Tappy, you've got Skids, who isn't like a name brand, so we're, you're probably good luck, my friend. Yep. And then you've got Richter, who is also a disaster. Yep. Who allowed this team to exist? Um, them. Good luck, guys. <laughs> so good they're luck. captured, good but Lord. then all of a sudden, they're teleported to Times Square, and they're like, what the fuck? And it's magic. She opened a portal and saved Girl! their fucking asses. But this fucking stupid other bitch. I was wondering, because you were like, they're going into hell to deal with this. And I was yep. like, we know who's that. Yeah. Name, so she opened the portal, and the portal ends up being kept open. We want. And so all the demons from the dimension of Limbo hey, start mama. pouring into Times Square. Times Square. Times Square with squar. the demons. <laughs> so a big battle ensues, and Tabby is reunited with her teammates. They kick some demon ass. They close the portal. Tabby ends up joining the new mutants, and something happens to magic. So they're like, let's go find this girl we just met, because she's hot. I'm assuming that's First of all, why. that's fair. <laughs> Secondly, the rest of the, at least the rest of the mutants had, like, magic. They knew magic. Yeah. Yeah. So, they're searching for Ileana, who's like, magic, if you guys don't yeah. know. She's and, also gay, but that's neither well, here you know, nor there. That's neither here nor there. But it's true. <clears throat> and they end up finding her battling the demon Sim. Yeah. Or Sim. It's just S apostrophe YM. Bad dude. He sucks. Yeah. What's he look like? He's a big fat demon. Oh no, sometimes he, well, I the way that I've seen him is like big and he has one horn and like, you know, he's a big fat demon dude. Mm-hmm. But like, it really depends on how drawing they're drawing him. him. Yeah. But yeah, he's one of Magic's abusers who's not Belasco. Gross. He's the other one, I guess. So she's battling him. And then, for some reason, Colossus shows up. Because mm-hmm. it's his baby sister. And he's like, My oh little no, snowflake. Yeah, he's like, oh no. Look at you're in such a bad state, my sister. And she's all like, why are you here? I'm embarrassed about me and the awful yeah. state I'm in. Sorry that I don't have a lot of my soul right now. Yeah, so I'm I struggling. am actively a demon. I'm struggling. So I'm going to run away. 
So she runs away mm-hmm. and goes into limbo, but essentially takes a bunch of the new mutants and Tabby with her into limbo. I'm assuming by mistake, but it Whoops. happens. My absolute bad. Yeah. But she figures it out. Ileana figures it out. And she's like, oh, I guess I'll rule limbo like I'm supposed to. Yeah, and I'll send it. all these humans back to And Earth. I can't let fucking Sim do it because he sucks. He sucks. So I'll do it. And you guys go home because I didn't mean to pull yeah. you here. My bad. And they're like, cool. Thanks. We'll Don't be- really know why we looked for you. Yeah. But we did. They escape limbo because Ileana's like, sorry. You go back. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to pull you here. I'm handling this poorly like I handle everything. But, uh, yes. But just go home. Sorry. My bad. The exterminators and the new mutants uh, return to the X-Factor ship because apparently they're on a ship now. They're a ship. But a due to our actions during that demonic invasion in Times Square, Tabitha ends up being expelled from Phillips Academy. Tabby, I don't know. I don't womp womp. This is who she is as a person. Yeah, I mean, you know, you do your best, and some people don't understand what that means. <laughs> and those people can fuck right off. But the Xavier School had been destroyed, so exterminators <laughs> and new mutants basically just merged together to make one happy group. I would just, if Xavier's school had been destroyed, I would fake my fucking diploma and be like, later, I'm going to have my life in the Midwest for a couple of years. Maybe not, because they're like yeah. racist, so you know that they're also mutantist. Yeah. Because it's an allegory for one thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you're if you're shitty about marginalized groups, you're shitty, shitty about, about mutants, mutants too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they make one big group now, the Exterminators and New Mutants. And Tabby's like, okay, cool, I'll stay with you. And this is when she starts to develop, and yes. The new Extrema Mutants. Yeah, I know it's bad. That's why we did. <laughs> um, and this is when she starts to hang out with uh, a Sam Guthrie. Yeah, I love Sam. And she develops a little crush on him. Bad taste. And... <laughs> No offense. See but, the earlier episode. Yeah. About all the Guthries. The 70,000 yep. Guthries. Um, so now there's the, the new mutants. I guess that's just what they go by now. The yeah. New mutants. Cannonball is the leader for a little bit. So she follows him. And later it's Cable. And she also stays under Cable's leadership for a mm-hmm. while. And oh, Cable. <laughs> um, <laughs> she also stayed when Cable turned it into from New Mutants to X Force. So she stayed through all that, and all the while she also ends up in a romantic relationship with Cannonball. We've all made choices, <laughs> so you know you've got things to relate about. <laughs> We're both poor. At least, like Sam's mom is good. Sam has a good mom. Tabby is no good family. No. Nope, zero. So, during our time in X-Force, Tabby underwent actually a whole uh, bunch of progressive changes in her attitude and, you know, growing more into her role as a serious superhero. Serious? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a, I put my sunglasses yep. all the way up and mm-hmm. I'm not just looking down my nose at you. Yep. So, for a short time, at the beginning of X-Force, she called herself Boomer. Ugh. Oh. And then she changed that to Meltdown. 
Neither of which are good names. <laughs> How are you feeling, girl? Not great. Definitely not Meltdown. I think she changed her name to Meltdown when she kind of had to confront her past and deal with her broken family relationships and how much of a piece of shit her parents were. Respect and fair. And also, in this episode, I've been thinking I would have the worst code names. Yeah. You know... <laughs> Like it, uh, so when Polaris first like they ask her for a code name, she says Magnatrix, and then <laughs> and then Alex makes fun of her for like Good. several issues. Good, thank fucking God someone did because Jesus <laughs> Christ, someone had to. Yeah. So if someone asked me, I'd be like, "Please name me." You can't name yourself. Name me. Yeah. Someone come up with a name. You know that's how that would. I'd be like, "Oh God." Somebody asked, is, it would be something somebody asked me off the cuff and it would be the worst. Okay, so I guess she's still meltdown right now. Mm. But, uh, so at, it's at better some than point, Boomer. It's true. At some point, Cannonball was asked to leave X Force and join the X Men, and Tabby was like, I don't really want you to go. But since she's super positive, she was like, I guess you can go because I know our relationship is doomed anyway. <laughs> I wish every person in X-Men had that fucking... That's so... Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> but he does eventually come back to X-Force and they end up back in their relationship. That's so funny. That's so fucking funny. It's like, well, one of us is gonna probably die pretty soon. So anyway. I guess it's fine. We might as well end it now. It's fine. Enjoy. I don't want to have to grieve you when we're together. <laughs> so like... Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Oh, no. So fucking funny. Oh, shit. All right. So X-Force later agreed to be led by British ex-government agent Pete Wisdom. Oh, yeah, that motherfucker. He's kind of, like, got a vague handsomeness to him. Let's look. Yeah. With a British accent, you have to, Yeah, it's fair. It's fair. Because he's, like, a basic handsome dude. Yeah. And then he's also a mutant. Yeah. He's also an M.I.E. Or whatever the fuck. Um, Yeah, so he turned the team into like an underground paramilitary force. Sounds about right. And at one point, they end up faking their own deaths in order to operate more clandestinely. After one adventure, X Force survived being in the center of a vibranium bomb explosion. Okay, guys. The, The team, though, decided to let the world believe they were dead to use their status so they could secretly infiltrate and destroy any anti mutant organization. And then, um, about half a year later of this strategy, they learned of a great underground complex where Wisdom's sister. Romani was infecting oh. people with alien DNA to alter the human race. So in a final battle, the X-Force destroyed the alien complex and were believed to be dead again, I guess. We're going to fake our deaths 700 Eight times. times. Yep. You know, it's it's common. Yes. During a press conference for a new team calling itself the X-Force, now known as Ecstatics. I'm going home. They came back to be like, we're not dead, and we're X-Force. Better These than ever. people are fake. And then there was a battle, and Tabitha got... Ready for this? No. Tabitha was teleported by X-Statics. You go, girl! Oh, yes. 
Why? I remember her. Why? Um. Why is your name You Go Girl? Literally a U dash go. It's a good question. There were a lot of that during that time where I'm like, whoever named these people probably deserves to be sent straight to hell. Yeah. Like even the name that I came up with on the fly asked by some random person in a, who's taping it would be better than yeah. You Go Girl. But uh, this little thing didn't go so well, so they had to run away and then disbanded shortly after. We won't. Because they were like, we're not dead, but then we got our asses kicked. So By the ecstatics, at. which yeah. is the most embarrassing yeah. thing in the entire yeah. world. There are so many X in that fucking word. Yeah. It's two. true. There are two. There are two. It's too many. Too many. Now that X <laughs> force is disbanded. Because get, ecstatics. Ugh, right. We get... Next week. Yeah! Alright, so... (laughs) Tabby grew her hair long and basically just stopped using a code name. And she ended up being a founding member of Next Wave. The highest anti-terrorism effort, or hate. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot of, like, satire. So it's like shield, but it's hate. You've got ancient Dirk Anger, who is definitely Nick Fury. (laughs) Dirk and Anger. It's basically just a faction of the Beyond Corporation. It's so dumb. But she it's for- really they- great. <laughs> they form a team. So it includes, obviously, Tabby, mm-hmm. Monica Rambeau, Elsa Bloodstone, yes. Aaron Stack, and the Captain. Yeah. Aaron Stack is, I think he's Robot Man or something like that. Machine Man. Machine Man. Mm-hmm. Nicknames. Clanky. Machiney. Yeah. They both Agent bond Stack. at one point over, like... Machine Man Woman is another illness. Really hating cops and, like, both kick the shit out of a cop, which is really great. Yes, I will actually talk about that. (laughs) Yay! So. (laughs) A great team. All of these people are wonderful. The captain is a piece of shit, but he's also there. So, if you haven't read the Next Wave comic, I think it starts where Tabby steals a marketing plan for aircraft from hate after discovering through theft that a former terrorist cell called Silent morphed into the Beyond Corporation. So it's basically hydromorphing into shield. Yep. <laughs> Humor Yep. Yes, it is. It's right there on the nose. <laughs> um, they found the corporation's marketing plan, which involved using hate and their own resources to product test unusual WMDs on the American public. I don't know what WMD stands for. Weapons of mass destruction. Oh, you're right. Look at me remembering the news from like early whenever Bush was doing things. You're right. Yep. So (laughs) a biological weapon was revealed to be Bing Bang Foo. Yes. (laughs) And he basically slithered himself out from underground and just started to wreak havoc on this building site. I can't remember if he puts Tabby or Elsa into his like, small purple pants, but he puts somebody into his pants at one point, and they're like, why is this amazing? <laughs> What's happening? Why does he even have pants? <laughs> He's a dragon! <laughs> oh, also, one time, because I was like, Sam, Sam knows me, and knows a lot of comic book characters, I was like, anybody actually cosplay? And Sam's like, fing fang foom, and I'm like, I hate you so fucking much what a fucking asshole ah! whenever i think of fing fang boom i just think of my marble shoots and ladders yes the longest ladder was fing fang booms i'm always i just think of being like fing fang boom 
Like, it's those three core memories for me. It's somebody being stuffed in his fucking pants in fucking Next Wave. It's the goddamn shoots and ladders and Sam being like, you look like him. And I'm like, what? Brutal! I look like a random big dragon in purple pants. Could be worse. It could. There are definitely (laughs) uglier people. I'd rather that than Norman Osborn. (laughs) You could have been like the Vanquisher or something. (laughs) I could have been the Beyonder with this. I'm like, we have similar hair texture. So they defeat Fing Fang Foom after someone's in his pants, apparently. And apparently this happened in North Dakota. So from North Dakota, they moved to Illinois. I don't know. Here we are. Whatever. And uh, Tabby manages to subdue Mac Mingal, a corrupt police officer who'd been taken as a host, uh, as a host by Ultra Samurai C. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the Ultra Samurai Metallic Shell just, uh, it's just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Disintegrated and it uh, left just Mangal crushed uh, crushed on the ground. Upon learning that he was a police officer, Tabitha and Aaron began to beat Mangal before Rambo was like, you need to stop. So, like, he's a cop? Yeah. Like, just basically, <laughs> the right reaction. It's so fucking funny. It's so good. Ugh. Here I'll at. try to find a like panel of this so I can send it okay. to you. And we'll put it I remember it, reading it when it's, you're yeah yeah yeah. It's a good it's a good like both of these Monica being like guys, you can't beat this this human cop up, and We're they're gonna, like, but he's a cop. I've like, seen doing this, and <laughs> they're like, fuck cops. <laughs> Jason Todd just breaks the barrier from DC to Marvel. I know, I'm here. <laughs> I'm, Wait, I'll, we're beating up cops. Let's go. Did we have a team of terrible disasters? Hello. How many points would you like on this, Batman? Mm. Oh shit! All right. And the team was later uh, attacked by the New Paramounts, a team consisting of Forbushman, the Incredible Bulk, and Charlie America. Hmm. <laughs> The hurt face Martha, the yeah. pain face Martha's making. You know when Kermit like has his whole face like squashed into like a grimace. That's the face I'm trying to make. I'm not a puppet, so or a muppet, so I'm, I'm doing my best. But that's the energy I'm trying to convey. So Forbush Man attempts to mind control Tabitha. But is shocked to find that it doesn't work out on her because apparently she doesn't have a mind. She's like, um, mm, uh, yeah, I didn't do well with Xavier either because, um, <sighs> yeah, it's just like a little hopping game. It's just like, uh, it's like the little fucking dinosaur game when the internet isn't working on your yeah, computer. I was going to say like a gigapet, which is very clear, <laughs> very close. Yeah, so um, she kills Forbush Man <laughs> and then saves the rest of her teammates. Hey, yeah. She's like, eat my bomb. Mm. You oh. stupid, dumb ass. My name is Forbush Man. What the fuck is happening? Shortly after this, Tabitha decides to relocate with the rest of the X-Men to San Francisco. And this is when she resumes using the codename Boom Boom. So I guess they decide to be like, mm, Next Wave is clearly yeah. a hoax. Let's just call this quits right Next now, Wave guys. is kind of elseworldy, but it's also still sort of in this world. Yeah. And also most of us didn't use names in it because 
at least because every time somebody would, <laughs> another person would be like, "All of your names. Here's the list of all your code names. They've all been bad." <laughs> I'm pretty sure it definitely happens to Boom Boom, and it definitely happens to Monica. <laughs> you know, I don't think they went some through all of aren't great. <laughs> Machine Man's names that you that I said, <laughs> and I'm so sad that they didn't because it would have been. Don't worry, I got you. Yes. <laughs> But I love him. <laughs> she goes back to using Boom Boom. Uh, following this, there's the conflict between the Avengers and the X-Men. And then there's Utopia, which is Ubandon. 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 Though Boom Boom is forms part of the Utopians, which is a group of mutants that started inhabiting the ruins of the island. They tried to, they keep trying to have their own nation, and they're doing it right now. But they, yeah. they've tried they a lot trying. before then. Yeah. And not works, it didn't work so well. Yeah. Um, and then, so the newest thing she's been in is the limited series, which is a new release of Exterminators, which started in September 2022. This features Boom Boom, Dazzler, Jubilee, and X-23. It's a total of five issues. There are four out currently. The fifth one's coming out at the end of the month, so by the time this comes out, it might already be out. I don't know. I'm excited. Yep. The series is set in a shared Marvel universe, and it's part of the wider X-Men line that is currently going on right now, known as Destiny of X. It's the third phase of a long-running... Krakoa? Yeah, Krakoan's age saga. Which is great shit, guys. Get in on that. So it has... It has no uh, direct correlation with the previous one, so you wouldn't have to read the previous one to know what's going on with this one. Love that. Yeah. It basically starts after a bad breakup Dazzler has, and she gathers up Boom Boom and Jubilee to go out for drinking. Do we know who the bad breakup is with? If we read the comic, I'm sure we will. Yeah. I assume long shot because yeah. I feel like that's the only good relationship she ever Yeah, I don't has. know. So she gathers up Boom Boom and Jubilee to go out drinking, and then they find themselves fighting vampires, mm-hmm. and then X-23 shows up, and then there's just chaos for five issues because it's X-23, Dazzler, Boom Boom, and Jubilee. Also, just imagine, imagine being Dazzler and being like, I want to go out. Let me go Boom Boom and Jubilee. And get drunk. These are the two people. I'm like, I'm here for it. A thousand, like, three hundred thousand percent. And especially when you're going to have Boom Boom and Jubilee, who essentially have very similar powers on the same fucking team. You know she's- Dazzler, yeah. who again, has another similar, similar fucking like, Basically, she just wants to blow shit up These are night. all a bunch of blowing up with She wants to blow stuff. shit up. Yeah. Like I want, I want to read the pitch to this so bad mm-hmm. because it's like, and then we're just gonna throw here's several dumbasses, X-23 and also we love Laura, so let's throw her in there. And we know that Jubes and Laura have some real hard gay tension from that whole like, I'm the perfect vampire's victim. You might as well just drink my blood. I'm like it's not like I've never read that fanfic before. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that is boom boom. In a little bit of a nutshell. I love her. What a I darling. love her so much. She's yeah. such a mess. She's got bad fashion, her. bad names. She has I a tendency to I love her new little steal. dress, though, but most of her fashion. Yeah. But even that's, like, a loss. No, I love it. I love it. And I love her, like, terrible 80s outfit. And I love a bunch of her other dumb outfits because they're, like, you know, she's a person who wants to wear a lot of things. Yep. And I... 
appreciate the fuck out of that. Mm -hmm. What a terrible disaster of a person. If you were a monster kid growing up, if you enjoyed Saturday mornings watching monster movie matinee, or staying up all night watching the midnight feature, then Monster Attack is the podcast for you. We not only look at classic old monster movies, we share our experience growing up as a monster kid. Join us every Monday for Monster Attack. Alright, bitch. Alright! What are you talking about? So, I am talking about the game Hades and how it relates to Greek myth. Okay. So, like, how the stories differ, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Also, how Hades is, like, really great. You should all play it. It's really fun, and everybody in it is incredibly cute. The end. Okay. Um, and, and gay. Well, it's, it's Greek mythology. It, First of all, if you're not being gay in Greek mythology, you're, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. They literally believed that, like, specifically because it was all, like, patriarchal, the love between two men was the most pure that you could actually get because you didn't have to worry about family shit. You were only worried about love. And I'm just saying. I'm gonna say that anytime anyone ever fucking tries to say something about gay. Cause you know those people who are trying to say something about gay are also fucking, uh, misogynistic. Oh, this fucking shit? Yeah. I'm like, if you ever liked anything that had remotely anything to do with Greek mythology, understand that your it's heroes gay. are gay. <laughs> just understand that it's gay. Which we're gonna get into <laughs> your heroes are gay, but like, my hero was a sweet bisexual boy in this. Um, so that's a different story. Bisexual messes? Yeah. My favorite. Oh, I, I mean, relate. He's such a, like, the, the main character of this is such a, like, dear, wonderful bean, but, like, just bad at everything. And he's so, and he's, you know, a big bisexual mess. And we talked, I talked about him a little bit in the, like, favorite couples. Because okay. I talked about how when you, like, complete all your romances, if you've romanced Meg and Than, then you can be in, like, a happy thruple with them. Because mm-hmm. they both come into your room and you're like, oh, I can explain. And they're like, we're not dumb. And also, it's Greek mythology. So let's do this. And Everybody we're take immortals. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so my sources are uh, Wikipedia, Supergiant, Kidnapped, The Shocking Story of Hades and Persephone, from DefinitelyGreece.com, which made me laugh so fucking much. (laughs) And then also just, like, fandom, my general knowledge of mythology, and also the fact that I played Hades. I haven't beaten Hades, but I've beaten a lot of Hades, which tells you that it's, like, not that hard and very enjoyable. Yeah, Mark, that's not good at games. Mm -hmm. And I don't play them all the way through, and I've, like, mostly done a lot of these things. So Hades is a, uh, and I'm gonna say some words that definitely don't mean anything to me, a roguelike dungeon crawler. (laughs) In which you defy the god of the dead as you hack and slash your way out of the underworld of Greek myth. Uh, it was released for Windows, Mac OS, and Nintendo Switch in September 2020. 
after an early access uh, release in December 2018, and then it was later released for PlayStation 4, 5, uh, X-Bone, Xbox One, uh, and Xbox Series, and then the next other Xbox, because I didn't know that there was another one, but that's fine, in uh, 2021 of August. In August of 2021. In 2021 of August. <laughs> <laughs> uh, players control Zagreus, the son of Hades, as he attempts to escape from the underworld to reach Mount Olympus, at times aided by the gifts bestowed him from other Olympians. Um, each run challenges the player through a random series of rooms populated with enemies and rewards. The game has a hack-and-slash com- combat system. The player uses a combination of their main weapon attack, special attack, and a dash ability. It's really fun and dumb. It's a lot of, like, if you are a button masher, it's still fun, but there's still a lot of, like, good story. And, like, the more you die, the more things change. You die a lot. You die so fucking many times. <laughs> yeah, but that's like built into, like, you die and Hypnos is like, hey, so you died and that's kind of a bummer, isn't it, buddy? And I'm like, oh, thanks, bud. Awesome. Cool thing. But yeah, so you are Zagreus, the prince of the underworld, who is trying to escape the realm to get away from his unloving father. And then eventually you find out that you're, like, trying to reach your mom, who is Persephone, which, like, if you know anything about anything about greek mythology you know that hades and persephone are like a couple sounds toxic they're one of the less toxic couples and toxic especially specifically in this like not bad but any couple in any part of greek mythology is is a nightmare is a fucking nightmare yeah no they're all bad but at least a lot of them are very hot so you know not zeus Mm. Zeus is bad. Mm. Zeus is always bad. You are also trying to reach your mother in the mortal world once you figure out that she's your mom, who is Persephone. Uh, so Zagreus's quest is supported by the other Olympians who grant him gifts, which are like boons that give you different powers to help you like exit the underworld. And while you're on the um, quest, you are helped by... Uh, notorious residents of the underworld, such as Sisyphus, Eurydice, and uh, Patroclus. And I'm only going to get into one of those, because there's literally too many myths for- I was like, nope, we gotta stop this, we can't- we can't go into all of them. Um, we definitely can't go into all of them, but we can't go into all of the, like, specific ones. Specifically, very involved with Zagreus. My sweet boy, who I love, who's such a teeny little bean- but yeah, so the world is uh, divided into four main dungeons, which are each representing one of the regions of the underworld, namely Tartarus, Asphodel, Elysium, and the Temple of Sticks. You know, you unlock each thing, like every fucking video game, um, because the, all of the gr- characters are Greek gods or Greek mythology. Uh, there's a ton of links to Greek mythology, which is 100% my jam, so I figured we could talk about how they differ in the game. So, mythologically, Zagreus is, like, a combination of a bunch of different fucking things. So, I was like, I've never heard of, like, them having a kid, so maybe I just missed it. But, like, you wouldn't think, because I was a baby goth, so I was definitely, A, I was queer as shit, so I've always been into Greek mythology. That's, like, just not surprising at all. But, B, I was 
a little baby goth. So I was like, Hades is interesting. I like Persephone is awesome. Demeter has a baller role in this week. She was my favorite. She's awesome. Which I don't really know why, because Mm. I can't. It's a weird choice, but he's alive. But here we're at. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I can't say anything. I think of my child, Ice Punch, the poinsettia that I left to die. On that the top baby of our watered bookcase. once. Yeah, I watered them twice, but they put them on top of the bookcase because I liked the way they looked up there, and then they died because you know, we didn't look at them again. No, until they were dead. So many fucking like thingies. We both really like poinsettias. They're beautiful. They don't last long. No, well, and also they're like, well, we're in a like a good fucking climate for them, but like most climates for them are bad because they're they're tropical tropical flowers. Yeah. So you know, it's an issue. Also, this idiot might try to eat them. You never know. He didn't try to eat the Christmas tree, but that's a miracle. They're actually not poisoned enough. No, you really have to like one. Yeah. Yeah. The amount but you have it's to not eat great. is a lot. A, don't, please don't eat a poinsettia. Unless it's for science. Don't do it. Um, but yeah, so so Zagreus. Zagreus in mythology is... There are a couple different places where he's mentioned, and he's kind of mentioned as different things in each of the places. And you can like kind of look at and see where they were like, okay, we're going to just take this... like. No name god who's or has a name, but it doesn't really have a like meaning, but is still connected to this and rock with that, which I think is a really good idea. Sometimes he was identified with a god worshipped by the followers of Orphism and was like sort of like a Dionysus who was the son of Zeus and Persephone, which I was like, when did happen what the fuck is happening happening? and then sometimes uh and he was also dismembered by the titans and then reborn as somebody else's son and i was like i'm i need to go home i'm confused one of the like first mentions of him does connect him with the greek underworld where they talk about him being the highest of all gods but like maybe specifically in the underworld and then, yeah, he was identified with Hades himself, and there was a fragment from the Euripides lost play, a Cretan man, has the chorus describe themselves as initiates of Idaean Zeus and celebrants of night-ranging Zagreus performing his feasts of raw flesh. Question fucking mark. But yeah, so it's like, maybe he was this person who was cut up and then made into another person... That's not weird. It's, like, the line that I have between Greek mythology and comics as things that don't make any sense, but I do very much enjoy. That have, like, too many... Like, there's a lot here. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) But yeah, so there was some infant who Zeus and Persephone had who was dismembered by the Titans, but later reborn as the son of Zeus and Semelium, who I'm like, okay, I don't understand when Zeus and Persephone had any children. And I didn't find it. And I, like, looked into it because I was like, what? No. The answer is, it's a still a question mark. Answer is which, like, knows. it's all ancient shit, so, like, the problem is you don't have one 
source, you have a bunch of like sources by mouth that were later written down. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, great, awesome. Uh, Game Zagreus is a little mean. Is uh, the son of Hades and Persephone, but like up until the game starts, he thinks that he's the son, not the son of Hades and Nyx, but like he treats Nyx as his mom, who we'll get into her later, and like she's like his adopted mom. Um, he's largely defined by his persistence, good humor, intelligence, and kindness. He's like a good, he's a good little bean, and his father, he deals with a lot of his father's pent-up frustration and anger. He grew up feeling kind of distant and out of place from the underworld due to partially his failure to meet his father's heavy uh, expectations, but also like he's literally never told about his mom until like this. The game happens, and that's when you figure out that his mom is like actually his mom, and mm-hmm. then also she's not there, and everything is complicated. But his whole deal is he's very like he just really is pretty agreeable with everybody. He treats everybody really well, unless they come out swinging and treating him shitty. So he, like, treats his dad like shit, because his dad is a fucking asshole to him. He treats, I don't talk about him in this, but Theseus like shit, because Theseus is an arrogant piece of shit. And he's like, you're an arrogant piece of shit, but I'm gonna be really, really nice to Asterius, your bullfriend, who, like, is always really kind to me. But yeah, he's humble, good-natured, self-deprecating. He's just- and he's also smaller than a lot of the gods, which is cute. Like, especially compared to- like, so Hades is fucking huge. He's a huge dude. His shoulders are probably, like, your height across. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then Zagreus is, like, a little dude who has- one eye that's like red like his dad and then one eye that's green like his mom and he's always barefoot but his feet are like on fire they're fiery looking i'm like you're so fucking cute he's a good little a good little guy and he's sheltered and he tries to like work for his dad like there's a couple times in the game where you get to like try and work but you're bad at it and also like your dad's like go work and then you're like so what do i do and he's like work and it's like you didn't. You never what, told me what I'm. What's I'm, my work though? There, I could do this if you were helpful with literally anything in my entire fucking life. So by that time, he's like, "This is bullshit. I'm gonna get the fuck out of here." And I don't know. Figure out shit with my other relatives, and then at some point during the game, he figures out that actually his mom is Persephone, not Nyx. And that she's out there somewhere because she hasn't died and come back to Hades. So she must still be alive out there somewhere. Mm -hmm. But she, like, the Olympians are still like, I don't know where she is. Mm -hmm. So, um, so you're kind of like trying to find, fight your way out of Hades in order to find your mom. And it turns out she's like kind of right outside once you finally beat it. But, um, but it's complicated because you can't get out there. He bleeds red like people, which is a thing that he's really insecure about, but also he ends up dying so many times that it's like, can you really be insecure about this anymore? I don't know. Maybe it's just me and the fact that I'm bad at video games and a button masher. We'll get into more of why he is who he is in a second. 
But yeah, so you originally in the game think that your mom is Nyx, the goddess of night, but later you realize it's Persephone who is missing, but is really just kind of hiding out from everybody because they had problems with stuff in Hades, but also every person on Olympia is a toxic piece of shit. Shocking. Shocking. Zero shock. So the myth of Hades and Persephone is Hades basically barely leaves the underworld, except for at one point he does leave and he ends up falling like head over heels in love. I don't remember if there's some Cupid shit involved in there. I genuinely don't. And I looked for it and I didn't look that hard. And Zeus is like, bro, you should absolutely go for it and I will help you. And uh, I'm really great at kidnapping. So like, let's kidnap this. And so uh, one day when Persephone is picking flowers in a field, they abduct her. Hades comes up out of the depths with his chariot and snatch Persephone and takes her back to the underworld, forcing her to be his wife. Story doesn't end there, though, because uh, Persephone is Demeter's daughter. And Demeter is like, understandably really devastated after this fucking shit. And she dedicates herself into ser- to searching for her daughter. She searches uh, day and night. And while she's doing this, she can't really, like, care for the- she- her- she's the goddess of, like, agriculture. Thank you. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, grain is wrong. And if you say grain, you're gonna sound dumb. That's it. Yes. Thank you. But yeah, so she's the oddest goddess of agriculture and is like, um, I'm busy. I can't, I can't do agriculture right fucking now. I'm doing stuff. I'm looking for my fucking daughter. Yeah, during all of this time, all of the crops and plants all over the world began to die. Leaves started falling from trees and the ground became barren and, uh, things were looking bleak and the gods were like, um, so just so you know, She's, like, married to somebody now in, in hell. It's nothing. Zeus is like, I definitely didn't have anything. I had nothing to do with this. I've never even met that brother Persephone of mine. person. Or her. <laughs> Who's she? Who? What? Who are you? Huh? <laughs> Related to me? Oh, shit. <laughs> they find her in the underworld and are like, you have to let her go. And Hades is like... And Hades tricks her into eating some pomegranate seeds, or depending on the story, she had already eaten some because she was fucking hungry. Question mark. It's Who did? Persephone. Okay. And because- I wasn't sure if we aren't to meet her Persephone. That's right fair. <laughs> um, and because of the seeds, or if you eat something in hell, then you have to stay in hell. Oh, Those are oh I did know that. Yeah. I did know that. So depending, again, depending on the story, she either ate six pomegranate seeds or four pomegranate seeds. And because of that, she has to she stay there for winter. Um, for here, she only ate two because we have two months of winter in Vegas. <laughs> Fair. She was like, I'd only need these two. I'm really full, actually, babe. These two seeds mm-hmm. filled me up. Because of that, she always had to return once a year, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And Oh, yeah, I, I do remember that. And that's why seasons happen in mythology. Um, so in the game, you are Zagreus, their son. And uh, your parents are probably still in love with each other, but estranged. Basically how the whole thing went down is Persephone grew up with her mother, who was overly controlling and manipulative and wouldn't let her like be a fucking person 
Um, and if I remember correctly in the game, she's half mortal. So she's got like a regular mortal father and then her mom who is like, you can't do anything. And she's we like, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna leave. do it. Yeah. So she's like, I'm right the fuck out of here. I'm going to not be in be on Olympia. <laughs> it's Olympian gods. And I'm like, I guess it is Olympia. But every time I say it, it sounds Blah, 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 coming out of my mouth. But yeah, so her mom's not great. She leaves and, uh, and, uh, and I think if I remember correctly in the game, she basically, like, Zeus kind of is like, hey, this sort of thing is happening. Hades is like, you come down here. And then they actually do end up falling in love, like a real, like real people. It's, she's, it's not ideal, <laughs> however it worked out. But also, I guess it could be worse. It's it could be worse. It could be the actual myth where he's like, "I just kidnapped you for no reason." <laughs> but yeah, in the underworld, like Persephone, everybody fucking likes her because she's you know warm and affectionate, and she's good with Zagreus once she ends up coming back and like finding out about him and all of that stuff. But the reason that she left is that they have a kid and like who is Zagreus, and it ends up being stillborn. And then Nyx does some like I am the mother of fates, so I'm allowed to like pull my own fucking shit around and do whatever the fuck I want and bring this boy back to life. And now we have sweet boy Zagreus, but. That's the reason why when Persephone, she leaves, basically is like, um, our marriage went kaput our, when our son died and I can't deal with this trauma and I'm really sad. Please, uh, in the note that she leaves, she doesn't mention Zagreus at all because they never had him mm-hmm. long enough to have him have a name. So she says, take care of Severus, I shall miss him. Who, um, also, Cerberus is in the game. And puppy. I know. Three-headed puppy. And in the game, you, have, you can pet him, you can give him treats, and there's one time where it seems like you're supposed to fight him, and they're like, no, you would never fight your pet, so you just get him a treat so that he leaves. <laughs> and I was like, anything where they're like, not going to make me fight my dog, but I get to pet him. <laughs> A week for this fucking bullshit is the worst. <laughs> I know who I am. It's fine. I'm this person. <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, when you're in the game, you're reading this and you're like, it's weird that she doesn't mention me literally at all. And then the narrator of the game, who is just like its own character, is like, oh yeah, she's your mom. <laughs> Oh yeah, and also you were also, you were dead, so you she were didn't dead. Name you. They didn't have a name for you, and the Nyx was like, "Um, my daughters are the Fates, so I asked them for a favor, and that's why, like, you're not dead." Yeah, she doesn't <laughs> mention this like tragedy because you didn't have a name. Um, it's also suggested continuously throughout this, like, if Demeter should find out the truth about. Persephone's abduction and then later marriage and then all this other fucking shit, there would be a big war between the Olympian gods and the Chthonic gods, which are like all the dark gods. All the cool gods. (laughs) So when she, uh, when you do find your mom, 
which you find your mom and she's in like this cute little like gardeny area and it's wonderful and so cute. But everything around her is covered in snow and ice because the entire world is like fucking dead because Demeter was like, bitch, no, I will help no person until I find my fucking daughter. <laughs> so, you know, it's fine. At the, at the end of everything, you, like, have a nice dinner for everybody. <laughs> and they all, and now we're like, dinner. to try and get the whole family back together. And Demeter is simply, like, relieved that her daughter's alive, but she doesn't approve, even if she's, like, oh, Hades? I mean, you know. What? Really? Are you sure? It's a choice. <laughs> I guess if you have to choose a man in ancient Greek mythology. He's not the worst. <laughs> He's high up on the list, which isn't great. And then uh, she's like, you still have to spend six months of the year here. And they're like, well, she ate stuff here. So and they're like, okay, we we know that this is just because she does actually want to spend time with her husband. But we'll pretend it's because of pomegranates. It's them damn pomegranates. Yeah. But yeah, the whole world is like ice world. And you're like, Grandma, mad. Maybe someone should make Grandma happy again. Okay. Also, Demeter's like, like her, the art of her is like very wintry and she's like a wintry old lady. And I'm like, <laughs> you know. Also, like, while you're figuring out what to do about the fact that your mom is like, I don't want to go back to Olympus, but uh, that's what it is, Olympus. That's why I keep saying Olympia, and it sounds like fucking idiocy. Oh my god. Well, that's great. <laughs> that, but yeah, she's like, Olympia is a store. Olympia sport. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the end of that. We're just, we're just, whatever I was gonna say, it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, so you also have your second mom, Nyx. Nyx. Who is not technically your mom, but she's your mom. She's your mom. And uh, Nyx in mythology is the Greek goddess and the personification of night, the mother of other personified deities such as Hypnos for sleep and Thanatos for death and Erebus for darkness. She's the first child of chaos. And then she uh, gives birth to brightness, day, and then... So those are with Erebus, who is darkness. On her own, she gives birth to Doom, Destiny, Destruction, Death, Thanatos, who is regular, regular death, uh, Hypnos, who is sleep, uh, dreams, blame, pain, distress. Who hurt things. her? I'm like, you had a bad day. Who girl. hurt her? <laughs> yeah. There were a couple good things in there, but you know, it's a, it's a list of bad fucking things. Pain. Deceit, strife. French? Oh, oh, oh. She had a good day that day. Yeah. She woke up on the right side of the she bed for like, that I guess one. I'm laying a good egg today. <laughs> I don't know. Probably not an egg person, but she did lay all the, she did have all of these babies on her own, so good for you, girl. Um, or not. I mean, at the very least, there's no men involved. Could you just imagine waking up and you just are pregnant? I assume, so, here's the thing. If you're a god, I hope that you have some sort of control over your, like, uterus. <laughs> your uterus. Uterus. <laughs> you can just magically, godly abort things. That'd be great. <laughs> so, also, at one point in mythology, like, Hypnos has, uh, puts Zeus to sleep. And then, uh, god, Zeus they couldn't like, keep him that way? I know, for real. 
And then Zeus is like fucking pissy about it because of course. And he's like, I'm gonna fuck you up. And Hypnos is like, I'm gonna hide behind my mom <laughs> because, um, have she's you seen scary. Her? And then, yeah, Zeus is like, I guess I'm not gonna fuck you I up. I guess I'm literally <laughs> never gonna fuck with Hypnos because his mom is scary, which is like later cited as evidence that Zeus is fearful of Nyx because she's a fucking boss. I mean, it seems like Zeus is actually just a fucking baby ass He's bitch. a fuck boy. He's a fucking he's bitch. He's got a lot of power, but he's a fuck boy. And he's but really, dumb. does he? He's like the god. He's, he's like thunder. He's also the god of gods, which is like that. I'm not saying he's good at things, but also he probably is powerful. He's but just, is he the god of goddesses? I mean, considering the amount of A, goddesses who are definitely strong, <laughs> strongly lesbians. <laughs> and like, these goddesses do not want any people near them. And then, I don't know. Yeah, no. The answer is <laughs> no. <laughs> that's he's, why he's, he's scared of all the ladies. <laughs> He's the god of a lot of terrible nonsense, Ew. and that's just the worst. This um, is the worst. So yeah, in the game, Nyx is, uh, she's she's the child of chaos, so you, like, every now and then bump into chaos, and he's like, it's kind of a bummer that I don't, like, hang out with Nyx, and Nyx is like, it's kind of a bummer that I don't hang out with my dad chaos, or parent chaos, um, and then she is also Hypnos and Thanatos, who is your boyfriend, one of your boyfriends. He's he's your only boyfriend, and then you have a girlfriend, too. And then... Yeah. And then they're a throuple. Yeah. But, yeah, he's your boyfriend. The best. Uh, she's still a, primordi- a primordial goddess who personifies night, uh, and their mother, what she co-runs the underworld with Hades, and like she's more involved throuple. with, like, the realm than, like, the people who are dead there. And that's more like Hades realm, which she's like, pass. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> no thanks. Um, but she's also like, Zagreus, you should definitely leave. And I'm like, I think that you and Persephone were, I think that this was also another trouble. And I think that that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I just imagine all the Greek gods are just fucking each other. Yes. What else do they have to do? Nothing. <laughs> Be worshipped. Which they can do. Which while, they don't. They can, can fuck while you're being worshipped. You can multitask. You're gods. I hope you can fucking multitask. But yeah, Nyx is also the one who is like, dead Zagreus is sad. We are making alive Zagreus because everybody's he's sad about wonderful. this. Let's make him alive. Yeah, and then he ends up making everybody's life better, including. He's so cute! What a cute babe! Um, he's So I didn't mention this earlier, but he's like the exact definition of a fucking himbo. He's like a sweet, polite boy who's so nice, who's also very, very handsome, and does want to be stepped on by like every woman in his life. Who doesn't like mm-hmm. a himbo? Our cat Who respects his moms? Yeah, he's a good boy. Nick knows about per- Persephone and like wants to help you out, but also has been, she's like, I can't directly say anything against your dad because we're still, like, trying to work together. She just nudges you in a lot of the right Mm -hmm. directions so that you end up figuring out shit. So, beyond your messy fam, as Zagreus, you also have all of your friends and your love interests, and we're only gonna get into a couple of them because there are a lot of them, and it's the best. You have Achilles and Patroclus. 
So, Mythicles is a demigod hero known as for his role in the Trojan War. He's famed for his strength in battle and his near invulnerability. Except um, for that damn Achilles heel. Except for that one thing. Oh no, you should have worn the better shoes, Seriously. bro. The thought of cutting yeah. your Achilles heel. Oh, yeah, yes, exactly. Exactly. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that right there. Oh. But yeah, I wrote, um, please don't make me retell the Iliad. Just mm-hmm. kidding. The Quick and Dirty Iliad by Martha Bartlett. As the Trojan War happens because Eris, god of discord and lover of messy bullshit, which iconic and also the absolute same, throws this, <laughs> asks one poor dude to give an apple that says the fairest of them all to the fairest out of Aphrodite, Hera, and Athena, which like, is the messiest and most bullshit like move of any any person of all time. Um, they each are like, we're gonna win this by offering you bribes. So Hera offers uh, military glory to Paris, um, who is this fucking nerd dude, whatever. He's probably good looking because he's a main character. <laughs> the end. Um... Athena is like worldly wisdom and Aphrodite's like um the hottest babe in the entire world as your wife and uh Paris is like bro I'm a shallow piece of shocking <laughs> man was like want hottest woman as I'm wife can get shit. all this other shit but yeah. I want hot lady anyhow that nonsense leads to a kidnapping of Helen Tro- Helen of Troy and then a big war and that's I'm tired <laughs> and that's dumb so Men. Um, anyhow, Achilles is part of that, and he's basically, he's good at war, and he's, like, essentially immortal, because his mom is, like, a god. She's, she's not a god, she's a nymph, but she's, like, godlike. She's god-adjacent. Patroclus is his, his bud, his friend, his roommate, his cousin, in some translations, which, isn't that a fucking kick in the ass? Those cousin in some strong air quotes, my friends. We have some weird hand touching motion yeah. again. Yeah, this <laughs> round two no weird hand hand like, I'm like this is how I touch my cousin's hands too. This is definitely the same feelings that I have. I'm like, what's happening? Everything's the worst. So his rage is like the whole. It starts out the whole story. Um, it's a theme. It's important, but basically he comes out to fight this war, and Agamemnon, who is one of like the kings, um, steals his battle prize, Briseis, and he's mad, and he's like, "Me and the Myrmidons aren't gonna fucking fight in your dumbass war because uh, we have better shit to do." This is not a great retelling, but here we are, and here I am, and you guys came here for this. So Achilles prays to his mom and is like, uh, I think the Trojans should win because um, Agamemnon's a dickhead. Agamemnon is a pretty bunch of a dickhead. <laughs> Which he's, he's not true. wrong. Um, and then it does end up like the battle ends up turning because of Zeus and Nestor is like, who is on the Trojan side, is like, we're winning because Agamemnon is an idiot. Uh, Nestor, who is on the Greek side, is like, Agamemnon <clears throat> fucked up and angered Achilles, and that's why we're losing. So we need to go deal with this. And then they send a bunch of people to Agamemnon. Agamemnon <coughs> sends a bunch of people to Achilles to try and convince him. And they're like, uh, if you do this, you'll get Briseis and all your gifts back. And Achilles is like, Agamemnon's still a shithead, so no. 
Uh, and also, <laughs> I think you guys and my men should all sail home, because that's what I'm going to do fucking tomorrow, because this battle is dumb. Uh, so the Trojans are like, okay, we're going to assault the Greeks while they're down, because we might as well, because that's war, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the Greeks are basically about to be, like, totally fucked. And then Patroclus, who is, again, Achilles' bud, his roommate, his cousin, potentially. <laughs> Not really his cousin. He leads the Myrmidons into war, wearing Achilles' armor, pretending to be Achilles, and they all, like, they're like, oh yeah, we'll follow Achilles anywhere, and they go fight for him. Um, and then he ends up getting killed by Hector before he can lead a proper assault into Troy. Not in any sort of a gay way. Um, <laughs> Achilles' I'm guessing it's in a gay way with that laugh. <laughs> Achilles hears about Patroclus' death and, like, goes fucking crazy and is like, everything is the worst. He's like, Mom, I need new fucking armor from the gods. I need to avenge my cousin. Mom! I need new armor so I can fight for my boyfriend who's dead. <laughs> and, uh, he basically is like, fine, I guess I'm gonna fight the entire fucking the entire fucking war. It's fine. He goes and he uh, fucks up some some god, some river god, and then he goes and goes to fuck up Troy, and Zeus himself is like, um, he's really, really mad, and his rage is too much, so, like, I've gotta send a couple gods to restrain him so that he doesn't sack Troy before it's supposed to be destroyed. He's like, can you chill out? You are one person. You shouldn't destroy an entire thing. And he's like, he's like what are we doing? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so he ends up running up to Hector to, like, fight him. Um, Athena tricks him, like, tricks Hector a bunch of times and is, like, trying to pretend to be his cousin to be like, you should go fight Achilles. (laughs) And at the third time, he's like, I guess I'll go fight Achilles. Not because I am tricked, but because I know that this is inevitable. (laughs) He gets his ass kicked, uh, he gets killed, and they're like, he, Hector's like, please don't, like, really fuck up my body. <laughs> and Achilles is like, BOO! <laughs> I'm not gonna do that! And he drags this corpse around the fucking castle a bunch of times by its feet on a chariot. When Achilles does fucking die, because he gets shot in his heel, as we mentioned mm-hmm. kind of a little bit earlier. That Achilles tendon, baby. <laughs> horror movie shit. It's horror movie shit. Exactly. Which is why we're all traumatized. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, in one of the books of uh, the Iliad, the the sad spirit of dead dead Patroclus visits Achilles just as he drifts off to slumber, requesting that his bones be placed with those of Achilles in his golden vase, a gift from his mother. Like, I'm sure there's a straight explanation for that, right? (laughs) They're cousins. Right? What? 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 (laughs) I also want to be buried. I want my body plopped on top of my cousin's Mm -hmm. body because... That's normal. Normal. Normal things for normal people. (laughs) Yeah. So there's a lot of, like, question marks about the exact nature because, because apparently Homer in his, like, A, being old as shit, and B, I didn't write this, I just spoke it, didn't mention the fact that they were fucking, so it's like, so people are like, I don't know if they were fucking, it's like, 
Are you an idiot? Are you a fucking idiot? Are you are you a fucking idiot? <laughs> yeah, so so that's the I don't know. I don't know what the argument is against it. They were fucking the answer is that. <laughs> um so in Hades, the Achilles that you get is a lot more he's not angry because he basically burned bright and then died real quick um, and was like, everything's the worst. Hades is like, hey, can you like train my son to fight? And he's like, yeah, I'll do that. But if you can put Patroclus, my my roommate, my bud, in uh, Elysium so that he has like a good life, which Elysium is like the, it's not heaven, but it's like everything's good and you're just chill. Mostly good times. Um, so when he's in Elysium, Patroclus is like, this is some fucking bullshit. All of these fades, the shades there are like dumb and boring. Everybody drinks the river leaf. My boyfriend thought that I didn't want to spend time with him. So I just have to like spend time here by myself. It's... (laughs) He's like, I get that you sacrificed this for me because, I don't know, your entire fucking personality is making sacrifices for me, but this isn't what I wanted. Um, And one of your missions is, like, figure out how to amend uh, Achilles. You have to amend his, like, deal with Hades so that he can go hang out with his boyfriend. (laughs) And it's so good and cute. And, like, Patroclus, when he meets you, he calls you stranger. And, like, he's like, I don't want to bond. And he's like, everybody here is dumb. And you're like, it's weird that you call me stranger. And he's like, it's the nicest thing I can call you. <laughs> uh, basically, Achilles forged a contract. Contract? That's the word I was looking for. Uh, with Hades. So that Patroclus so <laughs> could reside in Elysium but basically made it so that they could never be together in death with those intentions. And Patroclus is like, that's fucking dumb. What are you going to do about this, you fucking stranger? And Zagreus is like, true love. (laughs) Did I spend a lot of time on this? Clearly way too much. What? No? No! Yes. Immediately I was like, I'm so here for this. So also you have Dusa, who is a floating disembodied disembodied. No, nope. <sighs> she's a floating disembodied Gorgon's head, <laughs> and she's also a maid in the House of Hades. Uh, so she has like a little like feather duster in her like ten. Nope, snakeies, not tentacles. <laughs> Uh, in her little snake hair. So Medusa in mythology is originally they were the daughters of this uh, ancient marine de- deity Forces or Forcus, depending on all. And then later they were uh, made into something else where Medusa was originally a beautiful maiden, but when Poseidon had sex with her, which let's not be gross. Let's let's leave that as it is. Basically, she ends up getting punished and turned into a monster, but they still try to kind of make her hot. This person had sex with you and you're getting punished. Like, um, question mark. And then in most versions of the story, she's beheaded by um, the hero Perseus, who's sent to fetch her head um, so that he can marry Andromeda. 
and rescue her or something like that. That might be wrong. I don't 100% remember. But there are a f- half a fucking dozen gods that are like, we'll help you fuck up this girl's day and let her get her head off. And she's like, <laughs> get her head off. Get her head off. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but yeah, so in the game, Dusa is the maid. Maid Dusa. And she's, oh my god, go home. Yeah, she's the severed head of a Gorgon. She's long suffering maid. She's just really fucking cute. She's a really like, she like, she clearly has some sort of a hero worship thing on Zagreus, and you're like, and she's one of the people who you can kind of try to romance, and then you're like, you try to romance her, and she's like, I don't like you like that. <laughs> I'm also just a head. I'm also just a head. And I'm like, I just want to snuggle you, so it's fine. Uh, and she's also besties with your, like, tall, hot, dominatrix girlfriend. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so she's like, I'm not into you like that, but we should be friends forever. And I'm like, ooh! <laughs> and Jagris is like, Sounds that's good. still love. I'm fine for that. I'm still here for it. Yeah. So, your boyfriend, uh, Thanatos, in mythology is... You can pick for him to be your boyfriend, but why wouldn't you? He's a personification of death. He's one of Nyx's many children and the older twin brother of Hypnos. Um, so in Theogony by Hesiod, who is the Greek poet, uh, they establish that Thanatos has no father, but is the son of Nyx and the brother of Hypnos. So that's like t- taken right from mythology. Beautiful. And also, um, the god's character is established in the following passage of Theogony, and there the children of dark night have their dwelling. Sweet sleep and death, awful gods. The glowing sun never looks upon them with his beams, neither as he goes up into heaven, nor as he comes down from heaven. The former of them roam peacefully over the earth, and the sea is broad back and is kindly to men, but the other has a heart of iron, and his spirit within him is as pitiless as bronze. Which probably meant something back then. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Similes lost on time. Whomsoever men he has once he has once ceased, he holds fast, and he is hateful even to deathless gods. So basically, you know, he's he's a god of death. Nobody likes him. It's a bad time. Uh, in the game, he, nobody likes him because he's bad at <laughs> he's bad at emotions. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you know. I don't think any of them are good at emotions, though. That's not fucking fair. It's it's a pop calling kettle here. I was gonna say it's a it's a little and Zag likes him. Zag is like you're really cute. He's busy a lot. Uh, he. He's not so much of the god of, like, all death, but, like, peaceful death, so people who just, like, pass. That's what he's specifically the god of in this. He's busy a lot, but he and he doesn't like the mortal run because it's too bright. He's cute as a fucking button. In spite of prioritizing his work, is like, I'm gonna help you get the fuck out of here because you want to. But also, I'm sad that you want to leave. Because I thought we had something building, I guess. I don't know, it's fine. So yeah, he's he's very, like, good at actually doing his work. 
Uh, Hypnos, on the other hand, is sloppy and constantly fucking asleep. Um, you and like you run into Hypnos after you die, and you come out of this like fucking lake of blood, and you're and he's like, oh well. Guess you try harder next time. <laughs> and you're like, bitch, are you kidding me? Way to be condescending. How fucking dare you? You've been asleep for the last, like, three hours. I've been slogging through fucking undead. Okay. Fine. And Thanos tries to be, like, helpful to make Hypnos better at working in it. Thanatos is also, he's, he's not very honest with his feelings, but he's also bad at hiding them. So literally everybody in the underworld is like, Thanatos is crush on you. And you're like, really? Are you sure? <laughs> and he takes things like very seriously. And when Zagreus is like, I want things to go further. He's like, are you sure? You're not like kidding or what? I'm like, you're so dumb. Um, they also have, uh, Zagreus and Thanos just have a, their, uh, childhood friends, and they had, like, a really strong bond, and part of the reason why he's, like, a little suspect at you, he's like, you're gonna, you're gonna leave, you're gonna leave me fucking here, but he's one of your romantic options, which you should definitely pursue, because he's so cute. And then your other romantic option is, uh, Megara of V. Furies of the Arrhenius of the Eurymedes, depending on what you want to call them. <laughs> These are all names for them. They're the same fucking thing. And it's uh, basically they are the uh, chthonic deities of vengeance in ancient Greek uh, religion and mythology. A formulaic oath in the Iliad invokes them as the, the Arrhenius that under the earth take vengeance on men whosoever sworn a false oath, but they're, you know, they're basically there to, like, ruin your day if you fucked up something. Um, according to Theogony, which we've mentioned, like, a thousand fucking times, but apparently this dude wanted to write about how every Chthonic god was made. Um, when the titan Cronus castrated his father Uranus and threw his genitalia into the sea... I mean, fair, but... <laughs> I mean, they were all messy. The Arrhenius and no one did some other Zeus. people were, uh, they emerged from the drops of blood that fell on the earth. Could have been worse. But it's definitely... <laughs> it's fine. Also, sometimes they emerged from Nyx and a, muni- and a union between air and Mother Earth. I don't know. There's a lot of different, like, maybe these were the parents. There was potentially Hades and Nyx. It doesn't really fucking matter. Basically, you have Electo, who is endless anger, Megara, who is jealous rage, and Tisiphone, who is vengeful destruction. And they all appear in the Aeneid. Um, and also, I think, in Dante's Inferno. Um, in the game, Meg is one of the f- three Fury sisters. She's responsible for punishing adulterers, oathbreakers, and thieves, uh, sent by Hades to stop Zagreus from escaping the underworld. But also, like, you've previously had a relationship with her, and also, you fucked it up. <laughs> 
and you're the reason why you're not dating anymore. They don't really go into any of the specifics, but, you know, she's like, you've matured a lot, and you're like, I'm not as much of a dumbass. (laughs) And that's probably how that went. Zagreus refers to her as his ex, and both parties are like, it was definitely your fault, but uh, Meg doesn't have any hard feelings about it. Um, and also doesn't want to have to fight you every time that you escape, but that's like her job. So she's like, well, I mean, we are, I guess. It's not the worst, and it's not like I don't like hitting you a bunch with this whip. Oh, that's fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once you've beaten her, you get to romance her. They're like slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to beat her every time, and then she's like, finally, I guess I'll talk to you, you fucking tiny nerd, who's, like, probably, at the very least, like, nine inches shorter than me. Like, oh no. Not counting my giant fucking Ariana Grande ponytail. I'm just saying. Uh, you end up getting together with her while you, you talk in the lounge, and then, um... Like, also, Dusa is, like, her fucking bestie, who she... They talk about you in the lounge while you're, like, trying to fucking escape a bunch of times. Um, and then you also have to fight her sisters on the way out after you beat her. So you have to fight Electo and Tisiphone. And Electo is, like, responsible for punishing those who allow their passions to drive them to terrible acts. And she, like... She's not. She and Tisiphone aren't allowed in the House of Hades because they are trouble. She also calls you Red Blood all the time. She's like Red Blood, and I'm like, you're a fucking scary creepazoid. What, <laughs> huh? Oh, and then Tisiphone has like a full like Electro has just sharp, spooky teeth. Tisiphone has a fucking skull face, and the only words that she can say are murder and murderer. And then at one point you're like you try to teach her how to say your name, and she eventually gets there. And Electo is like, "What the fuck? I what the fuck? How come she says your name?" She's like, "You're like, well, now all she says is Zagreus murderer, which is not like, <laughs> which is not great, which is not ideal. that's not great. But I mean, here yeah. we are. Uh, I'm not going to get into the rest of them because." That'd be part 18. Yeah, I was going to say Orpheus and Eurydice, there's Theseus and Asterius, the bullman. There's literally every one of the other gods that I didn't fucking mention. And I'm hungry. And we're hungry. So and this is hungry. the end of that. You get to have a really awesome thruple with these two buds and then be best friends with Dusa. Like, I don't know how to further say you should play this fucking game. The music is really good. Also, <laughs> It's always a solid game. And it's really get you're like a cute bisexual himbo. Okay, we're not done yet. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I got ahead of myself. We still have to outro. Outro, Martha. Oh yeah, that outro. Well, uh, there's that rant. That's the end of Martha that. Went on that rant. There wasn't an ending to it, so no, just here we go. Ooh. Ending it now. This is all of my essays through all of high school. <laughs> Well, she was an English major, everyone. It's wonderful, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so make sure you rate, review, and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify and on Amazon Music. We're also on the ESO Never Cut Up Podbean. 
And we'll see you next Tuesday. Or whatever Tuesday. One of those Tuesdays. A Tuesday. Probably a Tuesday. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.